This is the second episode of The Foundation. This week, we caught up with Matthew Hillox and Bryce Snow. These are two very young guys under the age of 20 who have launched their own podcast called Sparks That Ignite. In this episode, they will give viewers the tools to build their own podcast and to know what to look for when avoiding pitfalls of starting and maintaining and running a podcast. In addition to give us, giving us the blueprint about how to run a podcast, Bryce and Matt also give us a background of their upbringing and how it affects their work ethic and their mindset to this day. They tell us how they went to boarding school and this has affected their way of thinking and really ingrained the entrepreneur spirit in them. Without further ado, let's get building. Peace. Alright y'all, so we're on a this one my second episode of the Foundation Podcast. I'm here with uh Bryce Noel and uh what's your name? Matt Hillox. Matt Hillox, right? And these guys are the hosts of a podcast called Sparks at Ignite. Um how many got episodes you guys got? Uh this week we just put out our eighth episode. I think it might have been our ninth. Ninth? Eight eight or nine. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right, so they got eight or nine episodes. So today, I kind of want you guys to the the basis of the foundation is to kind of go through the foundation of how to build anything, you mm-hmm. know, like whether it be a podcast. Other time, I'm talking to Keem about you know building a foundation as an NFL player and in real estate. So um, I kind of want to um, talk to you guys about building a foundation and building a podcast and how you guys got that up and off the ground. Um, I guess first, though, I would like to, you know, like, give a little summary to people about, like, who you guys are, like, where you grew up, mm-hmm. what you're doing now type deal. All right. Uh, I could go first. So, <clears throat> my name is uh, Matthew Hillux. I grew up here, actually. Um, Sicklerville, New Jersey. I moved here when I was like three from Bronx, New York. Mm-hmm. So, grew up here. Went to private school. My first uh school, elementary. Then went to public school from sixth through ninth. After that, went to the church prom school in PA, XMPA. Uh, for uh tenth through twelfth, which is an a boarding school. Um, and then after that. Uh, graduated, went to Rowan College. I'm going into my uh, junior year, 19. And, yeah, it was just, that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm Bryce Noel. Uh, I actually also grew up in Sicklerville, New Jersey. And we live, like, five minutes from each other. Um, I moved here when I was, like, one from Brooklyn, New York. Um, we know each other, actually, through our dads. Our dads work together for... Like Crown Cast, they so they worked together when we were younger. My dad went to a different company, and then he's back at the same company his dad is at. So basically, like ten years, they carpool like they both work in Manhattan. They carpool together every day. So um, yeah, that's kind of how I know him. Um, yeah, I grew up out here playing sports. Uh, I went to public school until I was in sixth grade. Then I was like, my parents. They was like, yo, this kid is wilding out right now. So they moved me to Catholic school, 
where I did a little bit more wilding out. <laughs> they sent me to boarding school in ninth grade, so I went to Perky Elementary School. Um, it's like 30 minutes outside of Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. Um, like 30 minutes, 45 minutes outside of Philly. Um, played basketball there. Was really a basketball player until my senior year. I was like, yo, I'm nice at football. Uh-huh. And then I, I went to Hobart College to play football. Um, I played my first year. Um, ended up getting injured in preseason, but practiced until half the season where they decided I would need surgery on my um, on my shoulder. I got a surgery that winter. Um, practiced with the team and everything all spring, um, but started kind of noticing differences in like my everyday life, blah, blah, like things with like memory, like mm. walking up the steps would be like, dang, like what did I come upstairs for? Stuff like that. Like it got to the point where it was like rare that I would leave my house with my phone, my wallet and all that. Cause like I would forget something Damn. and I'd be like, dang, like, yeah, what is, what is going on? Kind of. So I went to the doctor, told my doctor and, um, like I've had four, I've had, I've had four diagnosed concussions. Like every football player knows like you begin hitting your head sometimes and you just play through it. Oh, yeah. Like I've, I've told people about four of my concussions. I don't know how many I've really had, Damn. but yeah. So, um, I told the doctor that, and he was like, yeah, uh, there's really no way you should be playing, like, because memory loss is a symptom of concussions, mm-hmm. so it could be a symptom of the last concussion you had, and I told him, so the last concussion I had was probably, um, it was my senior year, and I was out from November to the middle of January, so I was yeah. like, yeah, that recovery time is crazy, like, yeah. if I get another one, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do, so that's kind of why I went to the doctor, and he, when he told me I couldn't play, I mean, I was... I was I, I was hurt and then now I'm like, all right, what's the next thing? So that's really where I'm at now, going into my sophomore year. Or so both of y'all went to uh boarding schools in high school, right? Yeah. Um I never <clears throat> went to a book boarding school. How was that in high school? So Mine, he got lucky because he he got to go with the chicks. Feel me? I was my mom was all boys. My parents was yeah. My parents they was like yo, we not nah. We my, know parents it's was, my, my parents was trying to do all boys, but I straight up told him I was like yo, it's not happening. It's just not happening. <laughs> you told See, me, I tried. I tried. I tried to do that with my parents, and they was like, you don't do that. Then you go into military school, and it's all boys. I was like, all right, I take this. I think they were serious until they actually took me there. Yeah. Like they had me interview and everything. I was like, oh no, oh. no, no. Like, I'm, I'm cooling <laughs> off of this. I'm cooling. At least we got a sister school at the other joint. Like this is yeah, just, that's crazy. Yeah, I was like, I'm cooling off of that. Damn. But um, yeah, it was a it was a pretty dope experience actually. Like even though it was all boys, that that actually kind of made it a little bit cooler too. Just because it was like you ain't got you ain't got to like put on for no female like try trying yeah, doing any, like there's no there's no extra pressure. Shit, it's just yeah. like you just. Cooling with the guys all the time is just like regular, and uh, at that school, it wasn't a problem for me because I was playing sports my whole life. But you had to play sports, so like, oh. just really being like around the the students and like your um friends and peers all the time, just playing and getting into different sports. Like I never did wrestling before I went to that school, and I ended up doing wrestling. I was doing wow. uh, basketball, track and field, soccer. We didn't have football. Cause the school Damn. was too small, yeah, I was sick. Damn. But uh, did wrestling too, and it was yeah, it was a pretty cool experience. I got to meet a lot of people, meet a lot of people from different countries, which I never experienced before. Like Damn. my next door roommate Chill, from yeah. yeah, like next door roommate talking about yeah, um, I'm from the UK, I'm from Britain, 
and my family's like we're um Ethiopian. I'm like, what? Like that's so yeah, that's so sense. crazy. Like and then yeah. the, the next room down, he like, yeah, I'm from China. I'm like, yo, like <laughs> this is wild. I never experienced anything like that. Like so it's fourteen. Yeah, four, yeah, same age. Yeah, fourteen. So it was like it was really eye opening and expanding my view on pretty much everything. And the people that I met, uh, in terms of like the the um faculty and the adults that were working there, they really instilled a lot of um, good values in us, uh, brotherhood, integrity, responsibility, respect, everything like that, right. just kind of molded me into a well-rounded young man. So, yeah, it was it was definitely a, a really good experience. All right, that's yeah, I feel like mine is really the same. Um, so I went away at 14 as well, but when I first got there, I struggled because it was like, I, like, like I said, I went to Catholic school and wilded out more. Mm-hmm. So I was used to wilding out and they wasn't having it. <laughs> so um, my freshman year, I actually almost got kicked out um, just because like my grades and stuff, they were mm-hmm. so bad. But what actually saved me is funny, a concussion saved me. I had a concussion that spring semester and um, my grades were bad. But it was like I had a doctor's note and stuff that like I had to take finals while I had a concussion. Mm-hmm. So like that, that actually saved me. But um, my freshman year was rough. My sophomore year, I actually had a girlfriend, and that kind of changed everything because she lived in the same building as me. Ooh. So, but it actually worked in my favor because, like, she would really be on me about work and everything. Like, come on, you gotta do this, blah blah. Her mom was a teacher, oh, okay. so like, so she, she had that nothing. Yeah, yeah, so I started. I really started buckling down. It wasn't even for me. It was like, yo, if I'm with this girl, she's gonna be thinking what of me. Okay. I got, I gotta get on my shit. So I did that. Um, I kind of feel like I almost had two separate high school experiences because when I first got there, all my friends were juniors and seniors. So after my sophomore year, they all left. Mm. And at that same time, we got a new basketball coach who brought in a bunch of new players. Mm. And they all turned in, turned out to be my, my friends my junior and senior year. Um, so I kind of felt like it was like, at first it was hard, it was rough, but... I had that girlfriend. She helped me out. She um was a year older than me, but we were together for my sophomore and senior year. Mm-hmm. So like it was really like if I if I needed help, like I could go to her for anything. I felt like so like it kind of really did help me out. Um, one thing I will say about prep school though is like if like once a lot of us committed in our senior year, you kind of do see like the the part of it where the faculty just kind of pushes you along and like you get away with a lot more stuff because uh-huh. they know you're already in school. Uh, and they okay. know like okay we just gotta get this dude out of here yeah. like, we won't like we won't give him no C's or nothing yeah. show up to class and you sit there and like like I remember my senior year like I was so I was one of the like I, not a lot of people were there all four years like uh-huh. I at my senior year I was considered like an OG because I didn't I didn't <laughs> been with the people that were there two years ago like yeah. I, I I lived I lived through all of it already so like there was a new teacher that had gotten there like a year earlier he tried to tell me something I was like straight up bro and he was probably like 23 or 24. And I'm 17. I'm like, bro, first of all, you're the same age as my older sister. Uh-huh. And second, you ain't been here long enough to be telling me how things are supposed to go. Uh-huh. Like, this uh-huh. is like, I was kind of like, this is my shit. And like, it's like, yo, how is a student telling you that? But then like, at the same time, they really don't care because, yeah. he, okay, he, he plays a sport, Bob. Like, Bob. We got him in college. Yeah, exactly. That was our mission. And at that time, we like I said, we got the new basketball coach, so we were balling like yeah. like everybody was bought in like 
we couldn't lose. I don't, I don't, we didn't lose on, on our home court for two years. Damn. So we was like, we was really hooping. We beat um, Blair Academy in, in up in North Jersey. Oh, They're sweet. ranked every year in the country. We playing in the in the, in the Dick's National uh, Tournament or anything. We beat them on our home court. Damn. And like, we was just really rolling. Wow. So like, you couldn't tell us nothing walking around campus. Yeah. So like, I, I, I kind of feel like prep school was good for me in terms of it, it established like my work ethic and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, once you kind of got done, like got done, like going uh, in terms of like getting into school, they kind of like was like, all right, let's just get these dudes out of here and worry about the next people that are coming up. So I feel like my experience there was good. I mean, I learned how to live by myself, do grocery shopping by myself and stuff, like be on my own mm-hmm. and make decisions for myself. Like nobody gonna tell you like clean your room, like shower, blah blah blah. Like, and I've seen dudes like really not shower. It's weird, <laughs> yeah. but like it also teaches you how to deal with with different people. Like he said, there's people from all over the world. Like my three roommates I had. We're all Chinese. My freshman year, I had a Chinese roommate. His name was Kyle. He was lit. Yeah. Like, he was a dope person, just a cool dude. Um, my sophomore year, had one. Of his, I mean, Kyle wasn't his real name. I couldn't tell you what his real name was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my sophomore year, my roommate's name was Chris. Real cool dude. Quiet. My junior year, couldn't stand my roommate. His name was Damien. Just, like, a complete, like, asshole yeah like just wasn't a nice dude like yeah. was, and at that point it didn't even matter because i was spending every night at my girlfriend yeah so, yeah, so I was, yeah so and then my senior year i got a single but like yeah it teaches you just how to deal with a lot of different people and things like that so like i think it was definitely beneficial um especially just getting out of the schools here is really what yeah what, what it made like what made the big difference oh yeah because yeah. like out here the schools aren't that good but yeah. it def- it definitely d- taught me how to think by myself um like, a different way of thinking, like, like, taught me, definitely taught me how to bang out a paper in a night, <laughs> like, yeah. things like that, like, it just, it definitely, uh, like, and kind of, like, brought, like, that college, like, regiment, mm-hmm. the college athlete regiment, because, like, our basketball coach, it's like, if he thought a team was trash, uh-huh. we had to beat them by 30 and hold them under 40, and if we didn't, we was running in the morning. We would, Damn. I'm the, I was a part of the only team I ever heard of that would get up at six in the morning and run because you beat a team by 27. Damn. That's the standard of success though. Yeah. That's, that's like, you know, yeah. you hold that standard, but it's crazy though. Cause I, you know, most people would think like, oh, they just, they just caught them on a bad day. Got them by 30. Like, nah, they practiced yeah. to get them yeah. by 30 yeah. and to keep them under 40. It like, turned out that we was really running teams off the court. Like, we had to leave our league because they just... Like, <coughs> they didn't want to play y'all yeah. no more. They're like, nah. Yeah. Yeah, this ain't fair. That's crazy. Yeah. So, both of y'all went to um, boarding school. Um and you said you do think it was beneficial, yeah, right? Yeah, um, 100%. You think that that education um, is a big factor in why you guys are... Because you guys are only 19, um, which is really young to be doing what you're doing. Um, which is why I think that that boarding school might have been like... You know, it put you on a different mind of thinking to where now, mm-hmm. you know... Do you, what do you guys think about that? Like, how big of an effect in that sense? Like, you just said, like you could, you could, you learn to bust out a paper, one a paper in a night. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Where you wouldn't um had that if you were in schools around here, um in Willingboro, um and you're wait no, this is not Willingboro, Sicklerville, Sicklerville. Yeah. I'm thinking about Willingboro. I'm about to go over there. 
which I always thought was really close for some reason. Because I had a boy, um, Will Martin. He went to a Sicklerville, actually. Uh-huh. He was friends with Keem and stuff. Uh-huh. And they used to come down here. But they used to be like, yo, it's right next to Willenboro. But I don't think so. When you, but when you out here, though, like... One thing I know about South Jersey, you think everything's 15 minutes away. Yeah. I be telling people, like, yo, I'm 15 minutes from Philly. I'm 30 minutes from Atlantic City. Like, I really yeah, believe. Yeah, it's mad like, long. No, like, <laughs> this is like an hour from AC. Hey, like, I, I be thinking. But I really be believing, like, yeah, I'm 20 minutes away. Like, yeah. I be telling people that ain't leaving my crib. <laughs> in my head, I'm really going to get there in 20 minutes. That's just a South Word. Jersey thing. Yeah. And, like, South Jersey, like, talk about that for a minute, though. Like, what's up? Like, how is the South Jersey culture? Because. I feel like I feel like y'all are a different state than um 100%. you know us up there, but I don't feel like I'm North Jersey. I feel like I'm Central Jersey. A lot of people say Central Jersey don't exist. I was just about to say Central I, Jersey. Uh, hey, yeah, yeah. We have yo. We literally would have this argument at college for hours, uh-huh. like literally, no lie, two hours of football teams screaming at each other that a central jersey exists. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, actually. My evidence, I say, is that when we go to the playoffs, we play central jersey playoffs. Mm-hmm. We don't play in north jersey playoff or south jersey yeah. playoff. We play in central jersey playoffs. So it's central. But that's just how I do it. But I always come down to south... When I come down to south jersey, I feel like um in another another place like all the guys i'm like yo it's all this land it's like farms i and feel shit. like south jersey is like philly culture like yeah, in terms yeah. of how people talk and like uh, uh, where people yeah how yeah, people like, act and stuff yeah. but, but it's really like, it's like it's suburban like it's like the, yeah it, for real like it's like it's <laughs> weird because people want to be from the hood like but it's like dog you walk you outside and you see people. I'm like, like yo, everybody out here got a lawn. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's what are like, you talking about? You have a backyard. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, we don't. We have one corner store, and that's just because it happens to be on a corner. It's not no bodega. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Like the mentality from the hood travel, but it's not the hood. So yeah. it's just weird. It's like a. It's like a little. And like, it's not only like black people either. Like white people, like really act like they're trying like big ass houses yeah you trying to act like like they're from camden or something oh my god camden that's a different story that's the hood yeah i'm not i'm not gonna say nothing about camden (laughs) 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 but i mean like i agree yo camden i've never been to camden but i've heard i've heard enough about camden Camden is this spot like like even I remember I was out there with my dad when I was like eleven or twelve. Uh-huh. We stopped at a, a stoplight and the windows were down. Somebody like really was walking like and it started looking. We rolled the windows up, lights red. Hey, ain't nobody I, coming. Going yeah, yeah, I heard that too. Yo, I heard it's crazy. Somebody said like the cops don't even be stopping at the red light. No, no. I used like. My mom and sister, they used to be going out there to do, uh, like, join this African dance group uh-huh. or whatever. And they would be dragging me out there. And it's like, I mean, these practices, they'd be finishing late. Like, we right in the heart of Camden. They finishing late. It's like 1 in the morning. Yeah. Driving back to the crib. And it's like, yo, like, you just be hearing gunshots just flying. It's just, it's Cam- like. I feel like Camden is like the Chicago of Jersey. Yeah. It's kind of. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's getting better over there. But it's like. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is getting better. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
it, it's sad because it is happening like with gentrification. Gentrification, like they bring like the seventy sixers practice complexes out there now. Oh really? Yeah, like, that's cool. They trying to bring a bunch of stuff out, but yeah, Camden for a minute that zone was yeah. that zone was different. Yeah, yeah, man, that's it's crazy because even when I was applying to law school, the two choices was Newark and Camden, mm-hmm. and I'm like. <laughs> Newark or Camden? Like, Newark is like a North Ver- North Jersey version of Camden. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, maybe a little bit bigger, more bit uh, metropolitan, yeah. but like, the mm-hmm. crime is probably just as much. Um, so I was like, damn, I gotta either go to Newark or Camden. I was like, I'm going to Newark. Like, I've never been down to Camden, yeah. but I've never heard nobody say anything good about Camden. And the, the problem with Camden is so small. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure it's like a seven mile radius. That's crazy. So it's and just all like, that just going down. Again, yeah. Damn. I'm and gonna... the crazy thing is, you drive ten minutes and you're in Cherry Hill. Cherry Hill is one of the nicest parts of Jersey. That's where Stevie Wonder lives. In Cherry Hill. Yeah, that's like his house. Oh, house. Wow. Like it's not like his like like when Stevie Wonder's on the East Coast, his house is in Cherry Hill, ten Damn. minutes from Camden. Yeah. Damn. So all right. So this podcast, all right. It's, when did y'all come up with the idea for the podcast? Um, like what? What was that process like? How that come so, about? So, the podcast came when me and when uh actually like how everything began. Bryce reached out to me and was like, "Yo, Keem is doing. Keem is like trying to show me the ropes of real estate investing and entrepreneurship and everything like that." And like this has been my boy since like we've known each other since we were born. So mm-hmm. he obviously like reached out, gave me the, the call, and I'm like, all right, dope, I'm down. Because before that, I was I was in college my first two years, going in and out. I didn't really know what I was trying to do, but business was always something that I was going to do no matter what. That mm-hmm. was going to be my minor. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make that the focal point. Because I decided that before he reached out to me, so I'm making that the focal point and everything like that. Just so happens he reaches out to me with an opportunity and... That's what luckiest preparation meets opportunity. So I'm like, all right, bet. I'm going to join on. I'm going to hop on that. We start talking, learning. We eat like a month into it. Uh, like, you know, Keem has his own podcast. Mm-hmm. And then he just threw it out there one day, just like a random. He was like, yo, like, what if you guys just started a podcast? Just like random, just random chop. I mean, chat, chopping it up. He's like, you guys just started a podcast. We started thinking about it. And we started talking about it. And we're like, you know what? We actually could start a podcast. Why not? It's the summer. We have nothing but time. Huh. And yeah. that's exactly what just that's exactly what happened. It was originally like we went into a thing and we was just gonna be talking to real estate investors. Yeah. We probably talked to two real estate investors. Because <laughs> like it, it changed and it was just like you talking to so many different people, getting so many so much different stuff from yeah. everybody. You taking taking information from this person that is a complete polar opposite of the next person we're talking to. Yeah. But each of them have like such valuable information that you're taking stuff from. So it's it's turned into like a real thing we like I said we meet basically every day just mm. have like whether we're recording with somebody you're just like talking about stuff about the podcast or just hanging out like it's turned into just like a, almost like a job like we're not getting paid for we're not getting paid in money for it but yeah. the the insight we're getting is invaluable so yeah. yeah like it really started off as a way to network with real estate investors now we're just Talking to different people, different entrepreneurs, just people from different facets of life, gaining stuff from them, taking what, taking their failures, taking their accomplishments, seeing how they did it and implementing it in our lives. 
Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's dope. All right. So you guys are, you guys come up with the idea and you're like, all right, we want to start a podcast. We want to talk to real estate investors. Um, What's the next step that you take? From from what we're doing right now? No. From where we started? I want to, I want to, yeah, I'm trying to go back and see how you guys got to where you are. So, so we, you're like, yo, we're going to do this podcast. What you? What was it next? What was the next action step? I'd say you like did that. After oh. that, it was really just like listening to other podcasts, yeah. and like how they do it, okay. what we should say and stuff. But like, like, like we said earlier, our first podcast was terrible. Yeah, it was horrible. I mean, scripted. It's, it's supposed to be though. Like there we go. Yeah, yeah. like and, and literally, we still have the script on our computers, and like we don't, we don't even look at that. We look at that script for the last three questions that we ask everybody. Wow. But, like, it just started off as, like, listening to other people, seeing what they say, seeing how they run their own podcast. And then you do your you do your first one, you put it out, and, like, it was terrible, but it gave us the confidence, like, yo. We, we like, actually did a podcast. The first yeah. week like, after yo, we did we that, actually really did it. The first week after we did that, every time you see each other, like, we like yo, yo, we, did, we, we just put did out a podcast. podcast. <laughs> like, we really just did that. <laughs> and it's like... After that, it kept going. Like, we just kept talking to people, more people, more people. And now we really in it. Yeah. Damn. And it's just like, like he said, the script, like, after, I don't think we looked at it after the third episode. Like, yeah. the third yeah. episode, it was probably just up just to be up. And yeah. we didn't even use That's it. That's usually how that, we have it. We yeah. have it up just to be up. Like, yeah. we'll type a question in there every now and again. But, like, most of the time, yeah. we just talking and then, like, we'll tap each other. Be like, you want the next question? You want the next question? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But, yeah. yeah. So... So y'all, y'all started the podcast, right? We're like, all right, we want to do a podcast. How long before y'all had the idea? Was it till y'all put that podcast out? Um, like what I, was the time? We talked. We talked mm-hmm. about it probably like April. Yeah. But we always knew we were gonna put out. It was, we were never gonna do it during the school year. Okay. We were never gonna start it during the school year. We uh-huh. always planned for it to be during the summer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we probably had the conversation like April. We like, had it, first and then episode. like after April, like May, that's when we really were like, all right, like we talked about it enough. We talked about it for like two weeks. Okay. Are we gonna actually do it or not? And then that's when we so put a set date on it. Yeah, not, yeah, it was kind of. It was. It was. We didn't come out with our first episode two weeks yeah, after, yeah. but it was like after two weeks, we we're like, all right, we're gonna do this. We need to have yeah. a set date that we're gonna put this first one out. Which turned out being June twentieth, and then we was like, yeah, like June twentieth. That's when our first. No matter uh, what, yeah, our first podcast is gonna drop. So mm-hmm. that means June twentieth is gonna come around, and either we gonna have something or we gonna have something. Like we <laughs> have to, like we, we right. gotta put it out no matter day. what. How'd y'all come up with the June twentieth? No, I I think you came up with June twentieth. Yeah, I just, was I just like, yo, just June twentieth. It happened to be a Thursday, and then it was yeah. like, all right, we putting episodes out every Thursday. So so it's kind of y'all like, all right, June twentieth, we gotta have an episode. Yeah. yeah. Now, we got to reverse engineer what we got to do to have that episode by June 20th, right? So, our first episode, we actually recorded it twice. mm -hmm. We did it the first time, and it was so scripted that we we was like, yeah, we can't put this out. We sound like robots. Yeah. So, we did it the second time. It sounded a little bit more natural. Like, the first part of it, it was mad scripted. But we kind of started to get into the natural flow, everything, things like that. And then, um, June 20th came around. We put it out. It was with Hakeem. Uh And we were like... Okay, like this is a good, great way to start because people are going to want to look. We're talking to an ex NFL player and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we put out the promotional video, had him up there, mm-hmm. and we was like, "All right, like 
people are gonna like this. We they might catch on. So then we did that. Um, we did the second episode with um, one of my friends from high school. That's actually a big online flipper, like oh, yeah, selling yeah, shoes yeah. and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, he actually just started an Amazon business uh, with selling books. He sources mad books. Um, I think his, he started it in uh, July. His goal was two thousand books for the summer. Uh-huh. I think he's, a, he's a, but he's huge. Like he did, and when we talked to him, it was June. Um, he did. $170,000 in sales in 2019 alone. Damn. Yeah, for just... That, that was his sneakers, right? Yeah, that was yeah, his sneakers. Flipping Damn. sneakers. In 2019 alone, and that was yeah. six months in. Yeah. So then that really got me on like... That, yeah, he, yeah. See what he doing. That got me on my entrepreneur stuff where I was like, yo, this is my boy. Like, why yeah. can't he be the... So I started flipping stuff as well, going to thrift stores and stuff, picking uh-huh. stuff up. And like, I think this summer I've done like a thousand in sales, but it's like... It's, it's not like I'm where he is, but yeah. I'm starting somewhere. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, exactly. He ain't start doing 170000 Exactly. So then, like, that's really, like, how we kind of got it going. It was really just, like, an idea. All right, we set the date. We're going to put it out regardless. Mm-hmm. And then we was like, all right, we got to hold ourselves every single Thursday. We're going to do it. And it was, like, it was difficult because, like, like, he was working. Like, yeah. I had summer classes to deal with. So it was, like, sometimes it was really a drag to the point where, like, we putting the episodes out like Thursday at like eight o'clock and yeah. like nine o'clock, but we getting them out on Thursday no matter what. Yeah. Now, how did y'all did y'all come up with like a, a list of goals for the week? Like after y'all set that June twenty date, like was it all right? We're gonna make sure we got this by this week, or like how'd you guys um, reverse engineer a plan? Like so, if I'm trying to start a podcast and I'm like. Okay, I want to put a podcast out on um, November 25th, right? Mm-hmm. What would you say my next step should be from there? Saying, okay, I want to put a podcast out. Um, now, how do I go about, you know, creating that to put it out? Like, how'd you guys do it? For us, like, from my view, it was really just bouncing around ideas a lot. Like, mm-hmm. we, we created a Google Doc. Um, so Google Doc, why did you create the Google Doc? So that because like we knew we weren't always gonna be together. Okay. At the in like face we could FaceTime Google Doc, just mm-hmm. type something here, the other will read it. If I'm at work or I'm taking I'm doing my, my schoolwork or whatever and he has free time, he's just typing it up, vice versa. So mm-hmm. we were just bouncing around ideas and then we really started to um, like he said earlier, listen to other podcasts and and not necessarily take what they're using, take what they're doing, but just get like be influenced by what they're saying yeah. so that we can Im- implement it into our own podcast, like okay. the things that we like. So we just started doing that, and that's pretty much how the script came about. And okay. after the script, you just really need to find a platform where you can actually do the podcast on. Okay. So, yeah. and which was the platform that you guys went went for the first um for the first podcast? Uh, we use Anchor. Anchor okay. actually, you just record it on there. You could um send a link to other people, so oh. it can be done remotely. Like I could record a podcast with somebody in my house that's in Oregon or something like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. If they, uh, so you just have to have um an account. You like there's an option that says record with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you get that. You send them like it brings you to the message part. You send them a link and they click on the link and they're right in your podcast and you're just recording straight from there. And that's free. Free. Yeah. So one hundred percent free. And then it puts it, it as soon as you click upload episode, puts it on any any platform you think of. Yeah. We so use that. 
Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yeah. Wow. So the Anchor app, you download the Anchor app, and then you can pretty much record it like a phone call on the Anchor app, but it's actually recording the podcast. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then you upload the podcast to the Anchor app. Yeah. So, like, what I usually do is when I'm editing uh, the actual podcast itself, Uh I bring the 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 file. Anchor um, file. The anchor file, and I put it in. I drag it. All right, send it to myself and put it in GarageBand. Okay. GarageBand, I could add whatever intro, outro, music behind. And take out stuff. Take man. stuff out. Yeah. And then what I do is Anchor has a website as well, uh-huh. so I just take that, put it into my iTunes from GarageBand, and then from iTunes just drag it right onto the Anchor's website. It'll have a place where, like it says, like new episode. Um, put it there, uploads it. Um, just put like a description, a, a title for the episode, and then click upload, and it's everywhere in like mm-hmm. five minutes. After just putting it on an anchor app. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. So, you guys record the podcast, um, and you edit it, and then you just uploaded it to Anchor, and then you put it out that first week. And um, how was what was the feedback like that first week? Um, did you get, like, is it like you see how many people watch it? Do you see who watches it? Or does it like, uh, like, how was that? How did you guys gauge the, the feedback from? Yeah, you can see how many, you can't see who watches it, but you see how many people watch it, what platform they watched it on, like, even goes to what country they watched it from, blah, blah. Um, the feedback was kind of like, it was mixed at first because people are like, you're 19 putting out an entrepreneurship podcast. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but in like, like, it's like, at first, like, you kind of think like, oh, these numbers are little. Like, I think our first episode has like 39 plays or something like that. Uh-huh. And like, the people that are interested are going to be interested. Those are the people that are going to listen. But like, you got to find your audience. Like, 19 year olds aren't like, the common 19 year old isn't about to listen to an entrepreneurship yeah. podcast. I agree. So like, People are really starting to like listen. I think right now we're at like thirty three and a half plays per episode, or and it's like I think we're at nine episodes or something like that. Yeah, um, nine episodes. Yeah. So like we're slowly starting to catch on. Um, our biggest episode has has like fifty six plays or something like that. Mm. But it's really just like how much you promote it. Like if yeah. you promote it more, more people are gonna listen. They're gonna be like, okay, he keeps putting this thing up. What's it about? Yeah. But like feedback wise, I don't even know. And like, <laughs> I, I really don't care. I mean, I'm yeah, gonna keep, yeah. I'm gonna keep I, putting the podcast out. It's gonna come out every week, whether it's zero views or a hundred yeah. views. Like, I'm still gaining what I'm gaining from it. So, if whether other people want to listen and gain stuff as well, that's on them. Yeah, the consistency is like the biggest part, and that, and that's what I like that we didn't make this for anyone else. Like, we didn't make this for like the optic views or like, oh, look at them, they're doing so. Like, we this just happened to be what we wanted to do. And it was for us. And now that it's for us, it's like, I don't care if you Uh like it or not. Like, we still going to get what we get out of it. And that's why I don't have a problem putting an episode out Thursday at 830 or Uh something. Because, like, it's still getting out Thursday. I'm holding myself to that. But, like, I already heard, like, every episode, I probably listen to every episode, like, three, four times Mm, before it even goes out. Just because, like. All right. You just keep listening to it. Because you still gain stuff. There's little nuggets in there that you might not have picked up mm-hmm. while you was actually doing it or anything like that. Yeah. So, do you guys, you guys both work, too? Or or you just go to school? Nah, so 
I like I just go to school, but uh-huh. I started working. Actually, last the end of last semester, I started working, um, and then this whole summer I've been working. So that's been like a little taxing, just where, like having yeah. I was work yeah, that, that's what kind of where I was going was like, how do you balance you know everyday life? Um, you know, going to school, going to meetings, um, you know, just doing natural like hustle and bustle with actually keeping up, um, with maintaining, mm-hmm. releasing the episodes every Thursday, with maintaining, uh, recording and editing and still keeping that because a lot of people are like, oh, I love to do a podcast. I just don't got no time. Yeah, I mean, I it's, mean it's 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 I don't wanna, I don't want to say it's rough. Like, yeah. sometimes you'd be like, dang, like, we got to do this. But at uh-huh. the end of the day, you make time for what you want to make time for. Exactly. Like, there was times where I would, I was over his crib at, like, like he just got, the, like, no lie. I've really been over his house. I rang the doorbell. He was knocked the hell out asleep. Yeah. <laughs> but we had to get it done. Yeah. So it, it got done. But, like, it's tiring, like, because, like, you're dealing with everyday life and you still got to edit this episode. They say an episode is 50 minutes. You gotta listen to it for at least fifty minutes. You gotta hear everything. Then you gotta cut stuff out. Sometimes the computer will be bugging out. Like you just gotta do certain stuff. Like put things in. I mean, but at the end of the day, like you make time for what is important to you. Yeah. Or, like back to your question, which you said um, originally talking about how you balance it all. Like uh, I have an experience, like doing the full blown podcast while I was in school. Uh-huh. But I remember, like, I would be sitting in my calculus class and it's I'm looking at the clock and it's like, all right, I get out of here at 3.15 at 4 o'clock. I'm going to this entrepreneurship meeting that like they're hosting. At, then right after that, I got to drive to work. I get home. It's like 12.30 in the morning. I look at my phone. I'm like, all right, cool. I got to go to sleep because I got an 8 a.m. the next day. Mm-hmm. And then I go to class. After that, I'm texting him like, all right, like what's up with the the podcast, we start working on it, trying to get it up yeah. and, and running. Because even before we started the podcast, yeah. we were still ha- talking to Hakeem once or twice a week mm-hmm. at night, like, regardless of what was going on, regardless of class and stuff like that. So, like, we was talking to him for an hour, hour and a half. So, like, it kind of was just like, all right, we going from that, and then we just going to roll into this podcast thing, yeah. and then it just kind of went. And then now it's like, we, we make time, like, we always make time for it, like, whether it's like on purpose or by accident like like i said we be hanging out all the time whether it's podcast just chilling so like if we're hanging out and we know we got the podcast like it's bound to come up like yeah. we're just gonna bring it up and just talking about it and then we so like what's like the number one um you know tip or best advice you would have for somebody that you know that's trying to start a app a, a podcast and have like consistent production and stuff like that yeah i think if you want there to be consistency in your podcast you got to make sure that the podcast you're doing is something that you actually want to do like want to do because if you doing it for any other reason than that you're not doing it this summer like i was working and like i started halfway through the summer i started working at this summer camp and i'm working from originally my hours were nine to six i'm like yo like i'm up all day running around chasing after little kids like I'm Damn. tired mm-hmm. and if I didn't like doing this podcast if I didn't like what we were talking about if I didn't I would be like yo 
I'm going to sleep. When I get home, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not waking up. I don't care who's coming to my... Like, I don't care. We could have a podcast with Barack Obama. I'm not, I'm, I'm not waking up. And then, like, it got even worse. And it was like, my hours got to... it. I got um, injured playing basketball this summer. So my hours changed from 6.45 to 3.45. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm waking up at 6.45 in the middle of summer. Oh when I'm God. supposed to be sleeping until 12 oh. in the afternoon. And I'm like, I mean, that's, it's, not, it's not even like you're supposed to be. It's just what everybody else does. Yeah, like, now yeah, you feel like, like yeah. waking up at 6.45. I'm like, yeah. bro. Ugh. My I'm, thing is like, I would say really just do it. Just, like, just get started. Like, just you, put just it out there. Put the first one out. And then, so what I really did was I was like, in the first episode, I was like, we'll be putting out episodes every Thursday. Uh-huh. So whoever listened, knew. Yeah. So now it's like if the episode don't come Thursday, like dang, we missed one Thursday and it was July fourth. Uh, okay. right. But like it was like these like whatever people are listening are expecting an episode every Thursday. Like I'm using them to hold me accountable, kind of. Mm, yeah. There you go. Yeah. And that's even before we started making the podcast. We were like put we we started um, putting oh, yeah, out on our stories it. and we was like yo, pod, our podcast is dropping. Uh, June twentieth. This like, is when we didn't have nothing. Yeah, like we would, we would just start uh, putting out the little stuff that we had. Like when we got a logo, we we're posting that everywhere. Like, all right, yeah, yeah. podcast coming June twentieth. Don't forget. Like, so you kind of holding yourself. Yeah, yeah. and like the crazy thing is, there. June nineteenth, like we had the podcast recorded, but mm-hmm. it was trash. Yeah, like, but we posted June nineteenth. Like, yo, look out for our podcast tomorrow. Yeah. So it was going out. It was hard. Going yeah. 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 So, you just had to do it. Exactly. Um, I think that's. I think that's very important too. I think um, even with myself, um, and trying to get this podcast started, I was so like trying to be so super technical and what's gonna be the mission statement and uh, the view and what I wanna do and what's gonna be the yeah. outline and oh if I'm gonna enter I remember I'm like oh my interview came and I, oh I gotta research do all this research on Kim and make the questions and da 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 and it just kept turning into you know more and more time mm-hmm. and more and more time putting it off I was actually supposed to start with two of my friends but it was like they kind of just didn't have the motivation you feel me it was like it was cool to talk about it but it's like once you start putting out alright are you gonna have this by this week are you gonna have this by this week could people meet da, 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 and start falling off you know and yeah. it really took me to be like Man, um, Kim is out here for the weekend. Um, I didn't even I had like semi script, but I'm like, I'm just gonna go interview, you know. Um, and like you said, I felt like it was trash too. Um, I didn't even put it out yet, but I felt like yeah, I was like too out. robotic. Um, I felt like it was too. I'm like literally looking at my book for each question and this is like my boy yeah, yeah. I my and that, that's yeah. how i felt too i was like yo why i grew I... up with hakeem like yo yeah. he was telling me to shut up while we was playing video games yeah, and stuff like but... why am i being like this yeah exactly it is oh it kind of you know you gotta but i feel like you do have to go through that and see that, you know, you got to break that. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. we just all like, oh, it's a podcast. There's that. Yeah. No, like, I feel like we can be cool. You mm-hmm. can be relaxed. Um, And just like this interview, like, even when I initially told you I was going to do the interview, I'm thinking, like, 
damn, I gotta Google this dude, make a question type structure and shit like that. And even I was considering rescheduling with you because I didn't have nothing uh-huh. today. Like, but I'm just like, come on, just talk yeah. to this dude. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna just talk yeah. to this dude. Like, yeah, interesting dude. Like, let me just talk. And now it's 42 minutes. You yeah, feel yeah. me? Like, it feels like it meant five. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, so, when you just talking, it just, it just happens. Like, I can't even, like, for real, like, our mission statement and stuff is up, like, on the, on the website. I can't tell you the last time I looked at it. Yeah. Like, I honestly have no idea when the last time I've actually read it. I don't, like, I know it says, like, oh, we take people from different facets of life and talk to them, but I don't, other than that, other than that one, that positive <laughs> one thing, I have no idea what's there at all. Yeah, so exactly. it's just, like, you, you have it and stuff, like, you, like, yeah, that, that stuff is good to have at first, just so people know you're serious, but after a while, it's, it's whatever. Like it's yeah. there, but what are you what are you really using it for? Yeah, like exactly. you you know what you're doing in your own show. Yeah, so. exactly what you said though. Like I I do feel like it is necessary for you to go through when you're making a podcast though. It like you need to yeah, yeah you need to yeah. like be like oh. I need to be like yeah. all suit and tie. It's and like, but it's, it's the same thing as like crawling and walking before yeah. you run. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, once you get more comfortable, you know. Um, and I'm like that. That first podcast, I was like so stiff, and I was just after watching it. I'm like, yo, that's not that's me. not me. That's You're like, who is this dude? Yeah, like, I listen not... to myself talking. I'm like, yo. <laughs> What? And then yeah. that's how other people are going to perceive your podcast too and be like, yo, this is so whack. Like, they don't even know how to it. just be themselves. Like, uh-huh. you just hear it. Yeah. Like, for instance, like, I was, I listened to y'all interview with Agby. Uh-huh. Um, and, and that job, like, even that Agby. one, like, that one was like, like, we, like, we were in the backyard at yeah. night. And yeah. it was loud in the yeah, backyard. You heard and we were like, yo, is this good enough to put out? And at the end of the day, we was like, it's Thursday. We don't got nobody else. Yeah. So, so it's going out. Put it out. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, even like that conversation, like you can kind of hear, you know, it's kind of like question and answer, question uh-huh. and answer. Um, and it's like, I know Agby, so I'm like, I can hear the the res- reservation in his voice. You feel me? Uh-huh. The, the awkwardness yeah. and the way he was answering the questions and... I saw that same thing when I was watching my interview with Keem, you know, just from my body language and what yeah. I'm saying and I'm being all, you know, articulate and da-da-da-da-da. And, like, at the end of the day, I feel like you start to get away from the reason you're doing podcasts in the first place. Yeah. The reason is to catch these candid conversations where we talking about real stuff, you yeah. feel I me? Mean? Rather than to put on like, hey, this is us today, and uh-huh, like, like uh-huh. we're a TV class or something, or something like that. So I feel like, um, you know that that's a big issue, yeah, in the podcast game. But um, I I think I think we got pretty pretty good content for this episode. Um, I think you guys pretty much laid down a foundation of how to get a podcast started for mm-hmm. everybody who was listening. Um. And I think that you guys uh, are a great example of that. You're, uh, the name of your podcast is Spark Saturday Night, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so guys, look that up. That's going to be on which uh, platforms? Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, anywhere. Really. Uh, anywhere that has podcasts, we on there. Yeah, so y'all can look them up. Um, I did an interview with them, so that's going to be on there. 100%. Look that up. 100%. But um, what... I guess I would ask you guys, like, what is the lasting, you know, impact 
that you guys would want to have on, um, you know, the world. Like when when you when you guys are all said and done, like what's the impact, you guys, or have you thought about that? I just I want people to know anybody could do whatever. Like I mean I know that sounds cliche and all yeah. that, but real life like. I almost got kicked out of two separate schools mm. and like I'm 19 doing a podcast like about like going to businesses and trying to run Facebook ads for them <laughs> and like just trying to like make like find different ways to kind of make like leave my stamp and like I know for a fact I hate taking instruction from people Fact. I can't yeah. stand it and that's yeah. that's why I almost got kicked out of my schools like I would like I don't care who you are you're not going to pull a power move over me just because, like... And I would tell teachers that, too. I was like, I don't give a shit about your title. Yeah. Like, I'm a, I'm a man just like you're a man. You're not going to mm-hmm. tell me to go to bed because yeah. it's 1030. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, what, what are you doing with your life, bro? What are you what are you doing other than telling a 16-year-old go to bed? Like, mm-hmm. come on. Like, I'm not I'm not dealing with that. So, like, that was, like, my... All my problems have always come from me mouthing off the field. But it's like, just because you you're up here... You're not going to talk down to me down here. So that's why I was really like, yo, I need freedom in my mm-hmm. life. I can't. I Me punching a clock and working for somebody and my destiny being in their hands, whether they have a good day or not, they take that on out on me. That's not for me. I so agree. like, I, I went from literally being like a jerk off. Like, ask my parents. Like, I put them through hell when I was younger. Like, uh-huh. from the time I was 11 to probably like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. I was terrible. Like, yeah. my grades weren't good. Like, um, it was bad. Like, I was literally... And it's not even like I was mis- mischievous. Like, I was bad. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I was bad. <laughs> so, like, it's like, I, like, that four year, like, it's been four or five, or three, four years since I, and I just turn around. It's not even like I'm saying, like, oh, I made it. Like, yeah. hell no, I've never even worked a real job in my life. Yeah. But... I'm getting somewhere. I'm doing stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that's really what I would say. Just anybody could do it. Really, just you go do it. It don't take Facts. nothing. Like like you said, like people really go like be down and like what whatever point you're at in your life, just go do it. Because all it took was for us to be talking to Hakeem weekly and then him to say start a podcast. And we started. Yeah. Yeah. We started a Bang. podcast. Yeah. Listen to people, listen to entrepreneurs talk about how they bring in revenue on the podcast. Boom. Bang. Bang. Now I'm doing the same thing, bringing in revenue yeah. without a real job, but I have, I have access to money because I'm doing that. And it's mm-hmm. like, whatever you want to do, just go ahead and do it. The biggest, the biggest challenge is starting it because you will be on your phone, like literally wasting your life away. Like, Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Facts. I'll do it tomorrow. Just bro, just do it today. You gonna do it? You can be like, damn, that wasn't even hard. That took me five minutes. Like, I, like perfect example. My mom. So my mom been telling me put like oh we have a, a a timer for the sprinkler or something. She been telling me do it all summer. I ain't do it till today. And I was like, that took me three minutes. <laughs> I had her right here all summer for something that took me three minutes. But yeah. like that's how it goes to show. Like I'm not I'm not perfect. I'm not all the way there. I'm going through it every day, but. Biggest thing is starting it and getting it rolling. Once you get it rolling, it's, it's easy. Yeah, mine would probably be like, just don't listen to what other people say at all, like yeah. at all. Because I remember nice. like when I was younger, I would go through different. I would go through like in and outs. Like people would be looking at me, they're like, "Yo, you're so like, you're like cocky and arrogant 
like, I'll be like, no, I'm just trying to be confident. And then they would say that to me. And then I'll be like, you know what? I don't want those type of character, like characteristics. Let me scale back. And then now I would start being like, I wouldn't have confidence. I'd be like shy and like being like, and I would be going in between that in a like same type of age, like from 11 to like 16. That was like, yeah, 16 was my senior year. And I was like, yo, like, why am I just, why do I keep on going through this? Like, why do I keep on going in and out? Just Mm -hmm. listening to what other people say, especially like, when I'm the one that controls yeah. me, like I control me. And like people telling me like, oh, you're not doing this. You're not getting into college. Right. Like you was messing up in high school. You was messing up in grades. Like I seen what you was doing. And it's like, yeah, I saw what I was doing too. But I also know what was happening behind. Like you don't know mm-hmm. what happened behind the scenes. See, like a why. Yeah, like that's I would right. like in, in high school, I probably would have had like, my grades probably would have been so much better if I would just had better time management. Like I would, I would write like a, like an A-worthy paper and get like a C-minus because I handed it in like two days late just Bruh, because I forgot no that it was had, due. Like, and they'd be like, well, I'm not going to tell you it's due. And I'm like, well, like, wow, yeah, like I'm yeah, at a boarding yeah, school. Like, I don't have my parents really, to tell me it's going to really be. really don't be so telling you, too. I would, just, like, I would just, like, my friends would be talking about, like, yeah, what'd you get on that paper? I'm like, paper? Like, hell y'all talking about paper? <laughs> like, they're like, yeah, yeah the one that was due like three weeks ago. I'm like, what? Oh, like, yeah. like, and then... But I like I'm like yo dang like I could I could have done that I can control what I can control so like don't listen to other people and control you because you can control what you can control. That's facts. Yeah. I think um, they control what you can control. Control part. controllables. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And don't waste time on things that you can't because that's yes. a, that's another thing. Don't waste time on things that you can't control. Mm-hmm. That's I I agree with that too. A lot of people waste times on the things. You know, that they can't control, whether it be job, whether it be trying to stay with a significant other or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, a lot of time we focus on things we can't control. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's where, you know, the stress and the depression comes in because we want something to happen, but we literally have no control over it. But if we find the things that we can control, then, you know, that's a whole different ballgame. Um but you know, I th- I think uh you guys are some some very bright dudes. Um, I think you guys are on the way to like massive success, like like a, a different level of success. Um, like the ambition and the drive and the stuff that I see in you guys. Like being nineteen, I'm still like shocked. Like I kind of like I can't wait to like go talk to my brothers and stuff about y'all. And, you know, letting them know that, yo, this dude is that two years younger than y'all, like, working out here. You feel me? And I think the crazy thing is, like, y'all not really in a position where y'all are forced to do it. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, y'all, like, you have a, like, this is a nice house. This is a, you feel me? Like, you yeah. have a family. Like, you could just be like, ah, let me just chill and go out and drink and be 19 and you like, no, like, I kind of want to do this. And yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's crazy, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Because at that age, that was uh, such a foreign concept for me. And it's still such a foreign concept for a lot of people who yeah. are you guys' age. Yeah. So, um, you guys want to say anything before and just wrap it up? or? Uh, uh, I just... Yeah, you got it. I'll drop a little, <laughs> I'll drop a little, little, little extra nugget. Just like, um, but off of, off of what you were just saying, like how we're 19 and young and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like being, another thing that I learned while I was in boarding school 
like going from being a 14 year old to like a 16, 17 year old when I'm graduating. And I was like in boarding school, just doing my thing, being with my friends. Like we just getting in trouble, sneaking off campus, like me and girls doing this, doing that. (laughs) And I'm like, then when it's all said and done and things get real and they're like, yo, like you got to go to college. And I'm just thinking like, like I do got to go to college, like life goes on. Like I'm not going to be 19 forever. So that's another thing that I'm glad that I learned early is like, you stress, like you start stressing if you're not prepared. So you got to make sure you're prepared. Like you can still have fun and do the things that you want to do while you're young, but just make sure that when you're not young anymore, you're straight. Mm. That's fact. Because that's the only, this is the only time that you're going to be able to do that. So that's crucial. Yeah. You got to, you got to make sure that you're straight when you're not young. And that's that's what I'm trying to focus on now. 100%. For me, I would say, like, I can't stress enough, like, I'm not, like, it's not, like, I don't want it to sound like I'm coming from a spot where I made it or something. Like, I'm nowhere near where I want to be. Like, for example, this summer, even while I was doing the podcast, like, I told you I had to take summer classes. Mm-hmm. It was because I, so I had to drop a class mm-hmm. um, earlier, earlier this year during the second semester. That same semester, I had the flu twice so i had to miss six classes for one class Shoot. and the professor had a three class a three missed class policy regardless if you did that you yeah, failed yeah. so i had to drop two classes and yeah. um first semester my football coach told me to drop another class because i didn't like it i was told him straight up like yo i'm not like i'm not yeah. gonna do all this class i'm not interested i had to i had to take summer classes just to be let back into school Damn. this summer like That's i just crazy. got done doing them jones not even a month ago this summer like Damn. but it, it's not like that was going to deter me like i was still going to go out and get that stuff going like like he said at boarding school like i was sneaking off campus to party like yeah, yeah, <laughs> putting yeah. my whole time there that in jeopardy rich, yeah. like, for just for a party yeah. like, like that's crazy. it's not like i'm out here like coming like i'm steve jobs or nothing like yeah. bro i'm 19 and i still do retarded stuff like i'm 19 yeah but at the end of the day I know where I'm trying to get to and even though I did all that stuff like I'm in a different headspace now like, yeah. that that shift just happened and it's like I'm gonna, I'm going to do what I need to do to get to where I'm going and I'm not going to let nothing nothing happen like I I couldn't tell you how many times I wanted to skip them classes this summer like classes was from 8 to 12 four Ooh. times a week ain't Ooh. nobody trying to do that Ooh. like I could have I could have just not gone in the classes I'm not yeah, the class was, was easy. Like yeah. I would show up and like barely pay attention. Like I'd be doing a lot, a lot of podcast stuff, a lot of listening to a bunch of stuff, reading like real estate stuff in the middle of class. I could have just not showed up. Just like, but who knows where I would have been? Who knows if I'd have been going back to school? That's so, facts. That's just really wherever whoever you are, whatever you want to do, yeah. just go ahead and do it because it ain't nothing stopping you but you. Yup, that's the biggest fact. That's facts, man. All right, man. It's been a great podcast episode with my uh my guys Bryce and Matt. Matt, yeah. my bride, my guys Bryce and Matt from the podcast Sparks That Ignite. Um, great interview, man. Yeah, great yeah, episode yeah. of the Foundation. Thank you, man. I appreciate it a lot. All right, next time. Till next time, guys.